We are doing a back to the basics with today's episode. Because do you ever get like you start going in your journey and then you realize, oh my gosh, I, I feel like I should have asked this question probably six to 12 months ago, but I just sat in the back of the class and didn't raise my hand because I'm, I'm on this journey. I feel, I feel stupid if I raise my hand now and admit, I don't know what that means. This has happened to me multiple times, by the way, along my content creation journey because I like to do things myself. I like to figure things out on my own. But there are a lot of really important content definitions that I wish I would have known exactly what they were whenever I first got started. So whether you've been doing this for a while, consider this your refresher, or maybe you're going to learn a little bit about the way that we say things in the online space. If you're like, oh, that's what that is. I had no clue. Or if you're just getting started, you're going to be ahead of the game because I wish I would have known what all these things were whenever I first got started several years ago. So let's get right to it. Welcome to The Profit Podcast, where we teach entrepreneurs how to start, launch, and market their podcast. I'm your host, Crystal Profit, and I'm so excited that you're here. Thanks for hanging out with me today, because if you've been trying to figure out the world of podcasting, Think of this show as the time-saving shortcut you've been looking for. So let's get right to it, shall we? We are covering 10 important definitions that I wanted you to know, but to be really honest, it's a lot more than 10. It's like 10 is the category of what we are talking about, and I could have gone so much deeper and shared a thousand other things. But you know, if you've been around here for a while, I'm not a fan of shoving so much content into one podcast episode whenever I could really span it out across multiple episodes or multiple videos. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to share a little bit, kind of like the high level And then I'm going to link to a whole bunch of resources if you want to go deeper in that topic. I'm going to have some podcast episodes as well as some YouTube videos for you to go check out in the show notes. So I wanted to tell you at the top of this episode where you could find them. That way, if you find something, you're like, oh my gosh, yes, I got to go check that out. It's going to be crystalprofit.com forward slash episode 330. That's where you're going to find everything we're going to talk about today. But I do have 10 definitions and those have like sub definitions and subcategories and all the things. So we're just going to dive right in. Okay. So number one, podcast, right? If you're listening to this, you know what a podcast is. But what I wanted to talk about are some of the things that go underneath the category of podcasting that people often get confused or they want to know more about. And the first one is your podcast title. Now, this is actually the name of your show, and I get a lot of questions about how to name a podcast, and should I include my own name? Should I include the SEO and the keywords? Like, there's a lot of just different approaches to how you title your show, and I'm not going to tell you there is one absolute right way, because y'all, there's some really obscure names out there that are really, really popular because they're so weird and they're so wacky and they have nothing to do 
with SEO and keywords, they have everything to do with the host and their personalities. So um, just know that right off the bat, if you're just getting started, there's no right or wrong way to do this. But if you can include something that has something to do with your topic in the title, it definitely helps, but it's not a hard and fast rule that you absolutely have to stick to. For example, this show is called The Profit Podcast, simply because my last name is Profit. (laughs) And it was a great play on words whenever I named it. And it's just, it's been working out for me ever since. But if you have something else that you're like, I think I wanna try this out, you can always change it later. So just know that this podcast, if you didn't know this, like this is breaking news to you. This podcast was called something in 2018. And then I later rebranded in 2019 to what it is today. So that is your podcast title, the name of your show. The second thing I wanna talk about whenever it comes to a podcast is your description. Now, podcast description is what you're gonna find in the player that you're listening to this podcast. So if, or if you were to Google my show and say, you know, what is the Profit Podcast? It's likely that you're gonna find the podcast description. This describes the entire podcast, not one particular episode, but the entire show. So like, for example, it's like, hi, you know, I'm Crystal. Do you have questions about podcast equipment and all these other things? This is actually gonna be changing soon as we're doing a little bit of shifting and refocusing with the types of content that we talk about on the podcast, but it's where you find the most information about a show at a glance. And if you were to find this on Apple Podcasts, you would see it and be like, oh, okay, I can tell what this show's gonna be about. And this is where SEO does become a little bit more important if you're trying to target specific topics or specific keywords that are relevant to the audience you're trying to reach. So that's your title, that's your description. Now let's talk about the episode titles and descriptions. And I do have some YouTube videos. Like I said, I'm gonna link to these in the show notes, but there is a difference between your episode title and your episode description. This is what some people call show notes. This is not what I call show notes, but this is what some people do. Um, My definition of show notes is something completely different. But this is what you will see when you look up a podcast on a podcast player. Like if you open up Apple Podcasts, you open up Good Pods, you open up Spotify, this is the information you're gonna find for an individual podcast episode. So the episode title, for example, today's episode is about you know content definitions you need to know. And that is the title of this specific podcast episode. The description is going to be, and it's funny because I'm like, I don't, I haven't even written it. (laughs) I don't ever write those things before I start recording. It's usually the very last thing that, uh, and I'm going to link to uh, an episode or a YouTube video I did recently about how I do my show notes, but the description in Buzzsprout is the very last thing that I write when it comes to producing my podcast. So just a little behind the scenes, FYI, but it's what I use to describe this episode. Like why would someone be compelled to actually listen to this episode today? Because maybe some of you saw it and you're like, I don't really know if that's for me. I've been doing this for a while. I'm pretty familiar with all the terms that I need to know. Or maybe you're a beginner and you're like, oh my God, yes, please, Crystal, tell me all the things (laughs) because I'm so confused, I'm so lost. People talk about this this way and this way. Like there's a bunch of different ways that I use my episode description. So it brings in my listeners, potential listeners. And I also use that to promote on social media. 
So uh, this is a... I don't. I was gonna call it a disclaimer. It's a secret. It's not a secret. I've told you before. But um, what you find in your podcast player is the exact information I put out on social media when I put out my sound bites and promote my shows. So, spoiler alert: if you didn't know that, that's what I do. These are one of my podcasting hacks. So you're welcome. If this was brand new information to you, I hope that that helps. And then the last thing I want to talk about when it comes to your podcast is dynamic content. It has officially been a year when this episode airs that dynamic content has been available to all Buzzsprout users. So if you use a different hosting platform, um, I'm not going to say you need to switch to Buzzsprout, but I am going to tell you one of the benefits of being a Buzzsprout user is that you get the accessibility to dynamic content no matter what plan that you're on, whether you're on a free plan. Actually, I'm like, I say that, I don't even actually know. It might not be on the free plan, but I think it's on all the paid plans. So whether you're paying at the lowest level or the highest level, you do get dynamic content. Now, what is dynamic content? You've, Crystal, you've said like four times. What does that mean? This means that it gives you the ability to add an audio file at the very beginning, the pre-roll of an episode, or at the very end, at the post-roll, mean at, I mean, after it's, you know, I do my sign off, like keep it up, we all have to start somewhere. I could add something at the end of that to say, hey, by the way, have you checked out our latest book? Have you seen the latest YouTube video? I could add something at the end that is promoting my own stuff, or maybe it's for a launch or an affiliate program that I wanna talk about. And I can switch that out, um, that those audio files at the beginning or the end. But what's so cool about this, this is what I love. This is what gets me so giddy. I can hit apply and it will put that audio file in front of every single podcast episode I've ever created. That is the freaking power of dynamic content. Because here we are, we're on episode 330. There are 330, there's actually more than that if you count in the bonus episodes that we've done. There's so many pieces of content that I can get this one audio file in front of a lot of people with just recording it and putting it out there. So that is what dynamic content is. I'm gonna link to lots of stuff. I have lots of YouTube videos on dynamic content and what that's like. So those are your podcast definitions. I could go into more, but I wanted to keep this pretty high level because now we're gonna go into YouTube. Now, when we talk about YouTube and the different definitions and what you need to know about it, the really, the big ones that come to mind are your thumbnail. What is a thumbnail? That is simply the card, the title card. This is another word that people will use of what you see before you press play. So it's the actual image, it's a PNG or a JPEG file that I upload to all of my videos and I have formulated it in a way where they kind of all look similar. There's other strategies and different ways that other YouTubers do it, but it's the it's the picture that you see before my video starts playing. And these are really, really important. So if you're starting to create YouTube content and you haven't created thumbnails, I highly recommend going to Canva and creating a template. There's so many templates on Canva, but create something that has your brand color and it has things that stand out that make yours unique compared to other people that are putting out similar content. So that's your thumbnail. Now, the next one is tags. Tags are the SEO juice that really get your videos discovered when somebody types into YouTube or even into Google, 
whatever it is your topic is about. And I have done lots of other content on SEO and keywords, and I'm starting to do a lot more of that because I know y'all are interested in learning more about it. But uh, tags are super, super important. And I use a tool called TubeBuddy, and I'm gonna link to it in the show notes. I'm a proud partner. I'm an affiliate with TubeBuddy because holy crap, it makes my life so much easier as a YouTuber because it lets me know some of the keywords and the different phrases that I can use to help my videos rank better with my tags, my titles, and the different things that I put on my video. The next thing I wanna talk about when it comes to YouTube are cards. Now, if you've ever heard of a YouTube card, this is when I'm watching a YouTube video, and if you've ever like been on your phone and your computer, wherever, and you're watching a video, and then like this little slider comes in saying, hey, watch more videos like this, or it links to a specific video. If you click on that, it will take you to another video, it will take you to someone's channel, it will take you to a special link. Like there's different ways that you can set up cards for your channel. But this, I had no idea that this was even a thing until I started creating YouTube content and cards are really important and you can be very strategic with them and how you kind of let all of your content spiderweb together. And you, you know, if I had a video about solo content, I could link to another video about solo content because it would keep someone interested and in, really on my channel and consuming my content longer. So cards are super, super important. And then the last thing for YouTube is the end screen. Now, for me, whenever I first got started, I was like, this is kind of dumb. I don't want to say, you know, <laughs> subscribe to the channel and, you know, give us a thumbs up. Like, there's lots of things. <laughs> we could go into all the things that I feel really stupid doing behind the scenes when I'm creating YouTube content. You'll have to, like, reach out to me on Instagram <laughs> and tell me if you want to know more of what it's actually like to create videos and where I feel the dumbest. But uh, the end screen is really important because that's where if you're watching a video to the very end, the last 20 seconds of a YouTube video is where you can link to other things as well. So I will link to other videos that I've put out. I'll link to other channels that I talked about. I can link to, you know, tell people, hey, this is where you subscribe to the show. Um, and there's just a lot of other things that you can do on the back end of what you want to do with the end screen. But I just, again, this is like a high level definition. Now, if you hear someone talk about their YouTube end screen, you'll know what they're talking about. And I'm going to be doing some more content about YouTube and how it works and all the things, but I just wanted to give you a high level here on the podcast. That way, next time you're watching something on YouTube, you're like, oh, they did that strategically for a purpose. That doesn't just automatically happen. There is strategy behind it. Okay, so number three that we want to talk about, and it's funny because now I'm like, uh, I should have talked about this very first, but you know, it's it's this, this is what happens when you're creating content, something like things get discombobulated, which is one of my favorite words ever. <laughs> but I want to talk about being a content creator because that is what number three is when it comes to definitions. I did a recent YouTube video that I want you to go watch if you have not seen it, where I go into the four different ways of being a content creator. And I've already mentioned the first two, and I'm going to talk about the next one in a second. But um, I think that being a content creator is so much more than putting out a podcast or just putting stuff up on social media. It is a lot more than that simply because you are trying to help 
people. And I've really adopted this phrase, I help people that help people. And so you may be listening to this and you're a course creator, you're an educator, you are someone that is trying to inspire and motivate others, or maybe you just entertain people. That's all fantastic. But you are a creator in some aspect. If you're creating any type of content, you are a creator. And I want you to own that title. I really do. I I think that for me, it was kind of a struggle in the beginning because I was still doubting myself a lot and saying, well, I'm not, I'm not a podcaster or I'm not a content creator. And I actually hear this from y'all a lot. I will call you a podcaster and then you're like, yeah, but Crystal, I haven't launched my show yet. Like it's, it's not out there in the world. I'm still working behind the scenes. And I'm like, you're still a podcaster. If you've started recording anything, congratulations, you are a podcaster. So if you have started putting out any type of content, wherever it is, you are officially a content creator. So I wanted to bring that up. I should have like done that at the top of the hour, but here we are, you know, you live, you learn, you're discombobulated, it's all fine. But go watch that video on being a content creator. It would be really helpful for those of you that are just getting started. Number four, we're talking about a blog and a website. This also rolls up under the umbrella of being a content creator. And when it comes to a blog and a website, I think that people get really intimidated because you're like, I'm not a writer, Crystal. What am I supposed to do with a blog? I'm not going to write, you know, a a 5,000 word blog. And I'm like, gosh, me neither. That sounds insane. That's no, no, I'm not doing that. My blog posts are really short. And they are also what I call my show notes. So if you did not know this, my blog posts are my show notes. And they typically consist of an audio file, which is my podcast, or YouTube videos, or it also has like a short kind of like writing on there, but it's not anything that's really in depth. Like it's going to take someone an hour to read it or even 15 minutes. Like it should take you probably less than five minutes to read everything that I have on my different blog post slash podcast show notes, because that's really what I consider my show notes because you're going to my website. And now what I want to talk about when it comes to your blog and your website is SEO, search engine optimization. I've talked about this before. I'm gonna link to some other resources, but basically this is you being able to rank on Google, on YouTube, wherever you're trying to get your content to the highest level. And I think that it's just going to continue to be more and more important as people are searching for very specific things online. I mean, think about it. When was the last time you Googled something? You probably Googled at least five or 10 things today, whether it has to do with the new show that you're gonna watch or you know something sports-related or how to get to you know another destination. Uh, y'all, Google directions just saves me all the time. But you're always looking for something specific. So it's going to be more and more important for you to understand SEO and how it works for your content if this is something that you're going to pursue in the coming months and years. You gotta get a handle on SEO and how it works. And then the next thing I wanna talk about that I often get questions about are self-hosted websites. So I'm not a technical person. I have probably, I would consider intermediate skills. I wouldn't call them advanced. I don't go and do a whole bunch of coding on my website and all those really fancy things, but I I know just enough to be dangerous. 
And when it comes to having a self-hosted website, this simply means that I use WordPress and this is what I've been using since, I think I switched over officially in 2017, 2018. And it is just, it's such a blessing. There are other platforms, like I use Kajabi. Kajabi is something that will give you a website, but it's not as SEO, I'm trying to think of the right word. Like it's not as SEO friendly as whenever you have a self-hosted platform like WordPress. So that's really like the highest level that I wanna get on that. I don't wanna go any deeper because it gets a lot more technical. But for those of you that have Weebly or uh, I had Wix back in the day. And then, no, I didn't. I had Weebly, but Wix is another one of those. Um, I think Squarespace is a lot better about SEO now. And Kajabi is another one of those all-in-one. There's Kartra. There's a lot of different platforms out there. But unless it's self-hosted, you're not going to get the best SEO optimization that you can. So that's just like, I'm just throwing that out there. I'm not like throwing any resolutions other than if you're not getting SEO hits, if you're not getting organic traffic to your website through Google, that could be something that's holding you back. So it's just something that I want to throw out there and you can go and do do your own research on what you could do to make it better for um, getting that organic traffic. But this is something that I found out back in 2017 when I first started my website and Um, I was really reluctant to change things because WordPress sounded really scary. (laughs) And I was like, I don't know that I'm ready for that. This sounds really fancy and technical. It's not, I promise. If I can do this, you can do this too. All right, so we are running, um, we're like just now in halfway. So what I'm gonna do is, because I wanna split this up, I am gonna split this up into two separate episodes. So we're gonna consider this part one. We've gone through one through four, we'll call this the content creation content definitions for this episode. So again, go to crystalprofit.com forward slash episode 330. And in the next episode, 331, we are gonna talk about the other six definitions that I wanna cover whenever it comes to content creation. So one more time, crystalprofit.com forward slash episode 330 for all of the details on the content creator definitions that you need to know. But that's all I have for you today. So if this is your first time tuning in, make sure you hit the subscribe or follow button wherever you're listening to this podcast. Take a screenshot and let me know what you thought about today's episode. But as always, remember, keep it up. We all have to start somewhere.